Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member. Immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. everyone and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And it is our weekly preview show. We will be talking Bears-Panthers. Uh, as usual, we will start off talking a little bit of news and I guess we'll talk some power rankings today as well. But lots of Panthers news to get to, so uh, let's kick it off first with some around the NFL news. Jerry, take it away. Uh, we're going to go ahead and quickly hit on the Jets. The New York Jets released running back Le'Veon Bell. No one wanted to trade for him in that monster contract, so they just let him walk out the door. Surprise, surprise. Felt Not like this real. was only a matter of time, like a week into his Jets career. I mean, he and Adam Gase just didn't get along. They didn't get along, butted heads. Adam Gase is a horrible coach. Le'Veon Bell called him out on it, and that's kind of how it goes. <laughs> do, do you see what having guesses where he's going to go? Um, I, I was thinking about this earlier today. I mean, I could see the Bears. I think they need a running back. I could even see the Steelers, honestly. I think James Conner kind of sucks. I was thinking the Steelers. I think yeah. James Conner is okay. And I he didn't leave that organization like Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. He left it because he wanted more money, which is fine. But he didn't flip off the coaches and everybody on his way out. Yeah, it wasn't like a clean break, but... It wasn't irreparable, I don't think. No. Um, I mean, you, their Patriots are always there, and they always seem to need a running back. <laughs> so that's a possibility. Um, other than that, I mean, are there really any like teams that feel like they're in it that need running backs right now? No, not not off the top of my head. I couldn't think of anyone else. The Bucks, maybe. Quick. I mean, Ronald Jones <sighs> been doing okay just... there. Yeah, and they just brought in Fournette. I can't imagine they'd bring in another big-name guy. Yeah. I don't know. Texans, uh, I mean, David Johnson hasn't been blowing the world up. But but the Texans fired their coach. They're probably going to go ahead and rebuild. Yeah. I don't know. Giants, they got Devontae Freeman, but is he? like They could cut him for nothing. Would he want to go there? Because you got to think, he probably wants to go to at least somebody that is competing for something. Well, hey, the Giants are competing, man. They're like a game out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess any. The Philadelphia Eagles. Well, Miles Sanders is also doing Yeah, with well, Sanders back, I think they're probably good there. Yeah. All right, let's move on. No yeah. one cares about Le'Veon Bell on this nope. podcast, really. And probably in the uh, NFL. <laughs> I mean, is there. Let me just quote real quick. Is there a chance that he just doesn't go anywhere? And that that's his career. It's done. I think there's a slim chance, but yeah. I think he'll find somewhere. You're probably right. 
the Broncos running back Melvin Gordon was charged with a DUI on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Come on, man. You're making millions of dollars. Call an Uber. You know, Come on, it's, man. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't 30 years ago where you have to, like, call a taxi company. You just pull out your smartphone and someone's going to be there in 15 minutes. Come on. Yeah. Well, 30 years ago, nobody would have cared. Yeah, that's true. Drunk. But yeah, I, hey, maybe the Broncos need Le'Veon Bell. I mean, who knows how long Melvin Gordon will be suspended? Yeah, that's a good point. It'll be two to four games, I would imagine. All right, my last NFL news. This is going to be heartbreaking for you. I don't want you to cry. We have a whole episode left. Uh oh. The Pro Bowl game won't be played this year. The oh, okay. NFL will announce the rosters and. Plan to create a variety of engaging activities <laughs> that will replace the game this year, but they'll play it next year. Don't worry. What does that mean? A variety of engaging like skill, activities. They're probably going to do like some skill challenges and stuff like that, which I, I think, is, think is better than the game. I would too. No one plays hard at the Pro Bowl, and that's fine. And a skills challenge would be more fun. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, if you're not going to have fans or if you have a very small amount of fans, then why even do it? Yeah. I, I kind of hope, like I said, it's more of a skill challenge, and I hope it actually gets better views on TV, and then that yeah. way they don't play the game anymore. Well, they have the skills competitions now, but, I mean, they're kind of... They're okay, but they're not very exciting. So I'd like to see them do something... I don't know. I mean, like, let's do like a 40-yard dash or a 100-yard dash between the fastest guys in the league. And... Like a long throw competition instead. They've got the, like the skill throw competition where you kind of, but almost like a driving range competition with where like Mahomes and you know all these guys that can throw deep get out there and try to hit buckets at sixty yards away. I would like a skills challenge competition, kind of like a mini putt putt golf. You know, like a big windmill that they have to throw yeah, through. The clown's or, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can put Antonio Brown's face up there and try to throw it into his mouth. <laughs> you throw it through like one hole and the ball like shoots out from another where like, you know, one of three options and a receiver has to go catch it. You know, you never know. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, they could do some fun stuff. Yeah. You know. I mean, All Star, the NBA All Star game. It's like the All Star Saturday night before the game is much more fun to watch. You know, with the slam dunk competition, the three point shooting competition. Like they, they need to do something like that. Yeah. All right. Now let's get into the grittiness. The Panther news. Mm-hmm. The Carolina it, it Panthers. It ain't good, folks. Yeah. The this is not a good segment, unfortunately. The Panthers entered the NFL's extensive protocol. After the Atlanta Falcons defensive tackle Marlon Davidson was placed on reserve COVID-19 list. What that means, all meetings must occur virtually. Whenever possible, activities such as practice will take place either outdoors in large open spaces. Personnel, protective equipment such as face masks or shields must be worn on the practice field by players, staff, at all times gloves who sh should be worn on the field for all players except quarterbacks eh, teddy wears gloves so that doesn't affect him the weight Teddy's room like no my gloves i need my gloves 
Uh, the weight room will be limited to no more than 10 players any time. Um, that makes sense. The facility mm-hmm. will be deep cleaned daily. I think they were pretty much already I'm doing, sure that, they're doing that already. Yeah. No team or player gatherings or group football activities will be permitted away from the facility, even though somehow the Titans got away with it. I mean, they were recorded yeah. practicing on a high school field, yet they got to play. Mm-hmm. Players can be in the locker room for at most 15 minutes with mask worn at all times. And we're on lockdown, and it sucks because this is a big game coming up. They're not going to be able to really get in thorough practices. Yeah, well, as of right now, right? So I, we don't know how long this is going to last. Um, this is not worst-case scenario, right? Like no. nobody on the Panthers has tested positive so far. As of right now, the game Sunday is not in any danger of being canceled. Um, so basically it's just precautionary. Mm-hmm. I imagine if we go two or three days and nobody tests positive, you know, including today, then they'll be back out there and, and they'll have a couple of days of practice before the game. But I'll tell you what, the Titans didn't seem to be bothered too much by missing almost two weeks of practice. Well, yeah. They came out I mean, and put up 42 points or whatever Tuesday night. Again, they were caught play, practicing on a high school field. <laughs> well, so. that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, you know, this is not ideal, but it's not season ending. Right? No, it's not season <clears throat> ending, and it's. It's precautionary, and it's rightfully precautionary. Yeah. I mean, defensive tackle Marlon Davidson for Falcons tested positive. He was in there in the mix against our O-line, you know, probably tackling, you know, Mike Davis and everybody else. That You don't want them to spread it if anybody else got it during the game. You can't imagine spreading it to the whole team. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's tough. Like, it's quite possible that someone on the Panthers is going to test positive. Like, I hope it doesn't happen, but, mm-hmm. and this is a rookie, you know, he's a second round pick this year. So I honestly, I don't know enough about the Falcons to know if he was in there for 60 snaps or just in there for 10 snaps. Like, I, I don't really know, yeah. but he was over on the sideline and he could have been passing it around to his own teammates. So definitely uh, feel like the, the Falcons should be way more, wary of their games the next few weeks than oh, the Panthers. Oh, definitely. I mean, are they weary or probably hoping they just go ahead and end the <laughs> That's season? That's true. Maybe they're, now they're in the... Uh, well, I don't know. The Falcons probably wouldn't draft Trevor Lawrence if they ended up with the number one pick. I think they would. You think so? Oh, yeah. Matt Even Ryan's with Matt Ryan? There. Yeah, yeah, Matt he's Ryan's... Always, yeah, but he could play another five to ten years. Yeah, he's, he's on that Tom Brady plan. No. Tom Brady, Drew Brees plan. Play into your forties. Ryan's like 35, 36? I think he's thirty-five. He could, yeah, he could easily play another five years. I, I don't. Do see the Falcons him, want him to play five? Yeah, but Tom Brady's forty-three. Drew Brees is in his forties now. I mean, Matt Ryan, he's not like a running quarterback. His arm strength's still there. His arm strength is still there right now. But Roethlisberger's of- pushing forty. Rogers is pushing forty. I that's guess this, this is I think that's just the way it is now. I don't know. I just never really liked Matt Ryan anyway, so moving on from the COVID news. Another bad news for the Panthers. Defensive tackle Kwan Short will have season ending shoulder surgery. So basically ending his season again, two years in a row. Yeah, 
That's and that's uh, that's devastating. Yeah, I their run <laughs> defense wasn't doing that well, anyways, and now we're losing the best defensive tackle we had. Derek Brown has to step up now, and Zach Kerr is going to be starting Kerr, in yep. his place. And Zach Kerr has played well. Yeah. Um, just taking a quick glance at the PFF ratings here, uh, Zach Kerr's the our highest rated defensive interior line uh, lineman. So he's at 37 out of 117, and then K1 was actually 108 out of 117. Now K1 was hurt, you know. Yeah. Obviously, a, a good percentage of his snaps. So I don't know how much really to. Obviously, we would want KK in there if he's healthy. So this yeah, is a bummer. Kind of- He's 31 years old. He has, I think, one or two more years left on his contract. It'll be very interesting to see if he stays here another year. Um, he, I think he's $11 million dead cap hit next year. But okay, I could also see them kind of move him along, especially if they want to continue to go younger. Yeah, they'd say, what, he's cap hits $20 million, dead cap mm-hmm. would be eleven, so they'd save $9 million. Nine. Um, I could definitely see that that happening for sure. Yeah, especially since he hasn't played in two years. I mean, that's it's brutal to say, and he's it, you can't fight. You know, he can't work through this type of injury. I mean, being a defensive tackle—that's the same I mean, injury bad last year, right? I yeah. Mean, I don't know if it's on the same shoulder or not, but that's uh, it's a bummer. I hate it. Yeah. Um. Jason Hewitt of Sports Illustrated, a friend of the show, was on the show earlier in the preseason. He actually came out with a nice little article about, you know, what's in store long-term and short-term with his injury. Highly recommend go and check it out. Yeah, definitely. Jason's awesome, and uh, it's a good article. Yeah. Informative. Very informative. Do you have anything (laughs) else to say about the K-1 short injury besides Uh, it's another blow? Yeah, just like we were so excited about KK and Derek Brown teaming up and KK sort of mentoring Derek Brown and and th- what those guys could do together and now we're not going to see it and we may never see it. You know, if if KK doesn't come back or is part of the team next year, then it just seems like a wasted opportunity. And it's not KK's fault like the guy got hurt, but yeah, it sucks. It really does. Now Moving into some more positive news now, finally. Mm-hmm. Power rankings. Oh. NFL NFL Duh. power rankings by Dan Hansis. Last week, we are ranked number 15th. We won to the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. What is our ranking? All right. So, as usual, I have not seen this. I have not seen any power rankings all year long. We won, mm-hmm. and it was a pretty good win. Yeah, uh, in terms of domination, but the Falcons are not a highly respected opponent, so I can't imagine that we went up a lot. We had to go up. I, I don't think we're just in the same spot. So we were fifteen last week. I say, yep. oh man, fifteen just sounds right. Thirteen. I don't think You're we went close. up a lot. Fourteen. Okay, so we only went we, up one spot. We went up one spot, and the Atlanta Falcons dropped one spot from 28 to 29. Okay. 
That feels right. I mean, so that puts us fringe playoff team in their yeah. eyes, which is right. Yeah. I mean, which is way more than we thought it would be <laughs> this year. So, yeah, our Very expectations cool. for this team have completely changed from preseason to now, or at least they have in our eyes or my eyes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's something that we'll, we'll talk about down the road, but I mean, the trade deadline's coming up, and I think the, these next few weeks are going to determine what what is this season going to mean for the Panthers. Like, is this a season where we're competing, or is this a season where we're preparing for next year? See, you know, I, but there's not many big trades in the NFL. This isn't the NBA. I know, but we do have holes. That we oh, need to yeah. fill. So, are we going out and getting guys, or are we sellers? I mean, I think that's are we are we trying to acquire draft picks, or are we trying to acquire talent to compete this year? And I and I think that's a valid thing to look at because we do have. I mean, especially now with KK short out, like, do they consider going and trying to find a defensive lineman or a defensive lineman, interior defensive lineman? Um, you know, tight end is still an issue. There are safety is an issue. I mean, there's there's things that the Panthers could do to improve the team. So, and I think these next few weeks with the Bears and the Saints, Atlanta again, you know, these are big games for the Panthers. Okay, so it's gonna be interesting to see. Now, keeping on with the power rankings, at the top of our division we have the New Orleans Saints at rank number ten. Tampa Bay is right below them at number twelve, okay. and then us at. 14 and then way down the line is the falcons <sighs> i'm glad beautiful. to be able to say that <laughs> beautiful it's the nice awesome. to be like all clumped together like we are legitimately a part of this race. division race i mean it's yeah. awesome yeah we did not expect that <laughs> no we did not <laughs> this team is surprisingly really good guys very this exciting. team is surprisingly good and i think the saints are a little worse than we thought they were going to be. Yeah. And the Bucks are worse than I thought they would be and probably right about where you thought they would be. They are where I thought they would yeah. be. I, I They're having the issues I really expected. Um, they have had some times where they just click and you're like, wow, this team could be really good. And other times yeah. you're like, no, Tom, that was already fourth down. You don't get another one. <laughs> no. they... Tom's like, I'm Tom Brady. I get two fourth downs. <laughs> 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 Giselle, start the car up going home. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad home to go to. Let's be <laughs> <laughs> uh, He also has a new number one overall. Um, oh, ooh, let me let me think. Um, is it the Chiefs? No, the Chiefs were number one. Oh, is it the Ravens? No, it is the Green Bay Packers. The Chiefs lost, oh. so they dropped one. Uh, the Baltimore oh, Ravens right. are number three, so that wow. is our power that. rankings. Green Bay is another team that is uh, way better than people thought they were going to be. I think a lot of people expected Aaron Rodgers to sort of be done phone, or phone on his in. way out. Yeah, especially with the Jordan Love draft. Interesting, interesting. Um, all right, take a break. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with the Bears at Panthers game preview. 
Today's episode is presented by State Bags. State Bags makes beautiful, well-made, inclusively cool products while using the power of business to give back to shift the narrative around social justice. For every State Bag purchased, State hand delivers a backpack packed with essential tools for success to an American child in need. But their commitment goes beyond simply a material donation. State Bags has your back. And part of that commitment is making a difference in local kids' lives. To get you ready for your commute or wherever you're traveling next, State is offering our listeners 15% off of their next purchase at statebags.com using code POD. That's 15% off of your next purchase using code POD at statebags.com. State Bags, they have your back. Today's episode is brought to you by Restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire, and cost you a fraction of face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com, used for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurant.com slash podcast. That's www.restaurant.com slash podcast for 50% off your next purchase. Restaurant.com is the best deal every meal. And we are back. All right, Carolina Panthers, Chicago Bears. We are going to kick things off as we usually do with the injury reports for week six. We'll start with the Panthers. Of course, K1 Short, as we know, did not practice. He is out for the rest of the season, so I will not talk about him anymore. Uh, Gross Matos and Brian Burns also did not practice. Of course, Gross Matos, uh, both these guys actually got hurt in the last game. Brian Burns with a concussion. Gross Matos with an ankle injury. I don't know that I would expect either to play, unfortunately, this week. Um, Eli Apple, limited practice with a hamstring. Still looking to see something from him. Uh, Dante with a toe, limited practice. So that's good considering he was carted off the sideline last week. Zach Kerr, our other healthy defensive interior lineman on the practice or on the injury report this week with a toe injury, limited practice, and then uh, Curtis Samuel, Farrow Cooper, both uh, on the report. Samuel limited practice, Farrow full practice. So Samuel with a knee injury. Uh, I haven't seen any indication that he's actually uh, in any danger of missing the game. No. Moving on to the Chicago Bears. Uh, quite a few did not practice, although most of these are veteran rest days. Uh, the only one that's not is Dion Bush, safety with a hamstring. He did not practice. The rest of these are rest days. Ted Ginn Jr., Jimmy Graham, Akeem Hicks, Danny Trevathan. Uh, and then limited practice is Sherrick McManus, safety, and Brent Urban, defensive tackle, with a ne, and spell K-N-E, which I assume is a ne. So he is... Uh, Limited practice, but uh, and it seems like they're fairly healthy coming into this game. Yeah, there is a little note I read about Eli Apple. He actually, his hamstring, he actually was active last week, and he played a couple downs on special teams, and then he tweaked his other hamstring on his, <laughs> I think, six snaps. Wow. So that's why he's back on the injury report. He is soft. He's soft. Ah, oh, man, um, that's... I, we need him out there, especially if Jackson is not going to be able to go. Yeah, we do. Um, although, I will say, Corn Elder. Yeah. PFF hey, he's playing scores. well. 
He is 11th, ranked 11th out of 116. He's our highest rated corner. So, corn, shucking corn out there. Um, I do want to touch on real quick before we jump into the actual preview, the betting line for this game. Uh, the 4-1 Bears, now they are playing in Charlotte, but they are a an underdog to the Panthers this week. They are, as of right now, a two-and-a-half point underdog to the Panthers. It actually opened at three points. So that, to me, is surprising that the Panthers at 3-2 and two are a favorite over a 4-1 and one Bears team that has looked pretty good and beat the Bucks last week. So kind of surprising. Yeah, it is. Uh, I was kind of surprised when I saw that, too, especially considering we only were predicted to be favored in one game this year, and we're already favored. <laughs> and it, we're favored against a 4-1 and one good Bears team. It's, they're not a yeah. pushover team. They're not. Yeah. It's, They're not Atlanta. Uh, it's odd. And uh, the, a lot of people only have the Panthers winning three games total this year. So, <laughs> you know, it's a little strange that five games into the season, it's uh, now we're, we're actually favored. All right, well, let's get into the actual preview. Jerry, what you got? Well, Mitch Trubisky was benched a couple weeks ago, and Nick Foles has taken over. Uh, Nick Foles is a Jekyll and Hyde quarterback. There are some times where he looks all-star. He looks great. He's the Super Bowl MVP. And then there's other times where you can tell he's been a career backup his whole life. It is just so weird. <laughs> that, and, and it's weird. It happens throughout the game, too. Like, one quarter, he'll look like the worst thing ever. Go, you know, two for 15, throw for 12 yards, and then all of a sudden he'll throw 10 straight completions for 210 yards and three touchdowns uh but the bears overall they're averaging 21 points per game uh that's uh 23rd ranked passing offense throwing for 227 yards and the 27th ranked rushing attack with 95 yards per game i thought they would be a little bit better running team especially with the quarterback issues that they've been having so yeah david montgomery kind of sucks He's not a very good running back. Yeah, he's only averaging 3.9 yards per carry. That's that's yeah. not bad, but it's not really that good. Uh, it's pretty bad. You, you want to at least average 4 yards a carry if you're a starting running back. I he's I know I know a few Bears fans and he is like a super disappointment to them. Well, yeah, a lot of people had him really high. Uh Tariq Cohen, uh, I he's just that change of pace back. He's the best one of the best change of pace backs there is. Yep. So and he is uh, not playing. So He is not? Did I miss no, that? No, he's, he's out for the season. Oh. As of a few weeks ago. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> I'm like looking yeah. at their rushing stats, and I was wondering why, why he only had 14 carries so far. Yeah, he tore an ACL a couple of weeks ago. So so I apologize for everybody who was That's listening. okay. You're not, you're not expected to know everything that happens to the Bears. <laughs> it's okay. Now... <laughs> They are 4-1. They are not winning because of their offense. They are winning because of their defense. Everybody knows that. The Bears' defense are fourth-ranked in scoring defense, only giving up 20 points per game. I know that seems high, but in this NFL with no preseason, that's really good, guys. Uh, 16th against the rush and 10th against the pass. Uh, 
this is going to be a difficult game, guys. Especially if we can't rattle Nick Foles to cause some turnovers, which I honestly think that's where our main focus should be. It's just keeping Nick Foles bad Nick Foles. And I think everything else can fall into place for us. Agreed. And it's going to be tough, especially if we don't have Brian Burns out there, who is our best uh, Mm -hmm. pass rusher at this point. Uh, Well, you know, we've got Marquise Haynes, who, and F.A. Obata, they're going to have to sort of step it up. Uh, But I'm hoping that Burns can get through this concussion protocol and be out there. I'm not expecting it, though. So, Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, with as bad as David Montgomery is, I wouldn't mind seeing some blitzes and some, you know, bringing more men, you know, rushing the quarterback and not so much worrying about him, at least to start the game and just see how it goes. I mean, honestly. um, Yeah, our secondary has been doing well at just stopping the big play. And that's what Nick Foles is good for, is the big play. So I could see us doing that, actually, just kind of rushing the – Rushing some linebackers to Tahir Whitehead. I mean, he's not that good in coverage anyway, so throw him at the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Maybe get maybe get Nick Foles to throw an Aaron pass or not. Maybe disguise some of your uh, zone coverages a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the stats for the Panthers, you know, ESPN has us at the sixth highest rated offense in the league. Now, they do their rankings by yards per game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're almost at 400. We are unfortunately quite a bit lower in points per game, mainly because we can't punch it in the end zone consistently when we're in the red zone. Uh, so hopefully that's that's my key to the game is when you're down there, score seven. Don't settle for three. So your your goal is to score more points. You know, I heard one time <laughs> uh, that you know the team that scores the most points in the game typically wins. It's very difficult for the other team to win when they don't score more points. So, uh, yeah, I mean, more specifically converting those opportunities that they have. And it's something the Panthers haven't done this year. So I love watching Joey trot out there with his tight shirt and, you know, kicking those bombs. But come on, like, let's get get in the end zone. That's what we need. Yeah, Joe Brady does need to work on his red zone offense in the NFL. He has we the Panthers have struggled, and that is a very important because I agree with you. You can't with this Bears defense. If you get down there, you need to get as many points as you can because you may not go back there that often. Mm-hmm. They they are fierce, scary, a very good defense. Cleo Mack is insane. I think PFF have him ranked as one of the best linebackers in the league right now i'm trying to pull that up real quick yeah he's second second Not. out of 114 so yeah pretty and, darn but good i mean we knew that right we didn't yeah. need, we didn't need pff to tell us that like <laughs> he's amazing and there was a reason that they gave up so much to get him uh panthers defense is you know ranked ranking wise at least they're no slouch either and they've you know as we've seen they've really stepped it up during this three-game winning mm-hmm. streak uh, you know, even though the Chicago Bears are the fourth-ranked, you know, scoring defense in the NFL, the Panthers are twelfth. Yeah, and and they're getting better. Whoever would have thought that when you know we were doing our preseason preview? That was, I mean, after we expected one and two, we would have said that. Game. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we were giving up like thirty-five <laughs> a game at that point, but uh, I mean, that's kind of what we expected. So 
Uh, no slouch here. Like the Panthers, they're going to put some pressure on the Chicago Bears offense to score. Yeah. And another big thing is locking down Allen Robinson. Yeah. I meant to bring this up a little earlier. Allen Robinson is their offense, and rightfully so. He's in that mold of Keenan Allen where he just plays for a team that's not really flashy and isn't talked about a lot, but he's an elite receiver. Yeah, he's ranked seventh uh, PFF rankings out of 120. And he was great in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and then he got hurt. And he's sort of just been flying under the radar, but he is elite. Like, he's legit. I mean, he has 421 yards, 35 receptions, and two touchdowns. I mean, he's just that guy that no matter who their quarterback is, they feel comfortable throwing him the ball because he's going to come down with it. He's in that type of mold right now. He's the Robbie, what Robbie Anderson is to this team currently. Exactly. And you mentioned Robbie Anderson. He is he's a difference maker for the Panthers. Uh, he's ranked 18th on PFF. He is our highest ranking um, wide receiver DJ Moore's 41st I feel like that's just lack of opportunity because he's just not getting the ball thrown to him a lot but we have you know our I think our skilled position players are hands down better than Chicago's I, I would say our offense overall is just a better offense yeah no, I would agree and their defense is just I mean I hate saying it but they're a better defense yeah. And it's it's going to be which one of these teams' better feature is going to win this game for them. Is it going to be their defense shutting down our offense, or is it our offense is going to outperform their defense? I think, yeah, and I honestly think that the Panthers' offense is set up pretty well mm-hmm. to tackle this type of defense, which likes to get after the quarterback. Because Teddy gets the ball, gets rid of the ball very quickly, yep. Uh, and our, pa- our rushing game is legit. It's a top five rushing team, uh, and Mike Davis is. I, I can't say enough good things about Mike Davis. Like he's ranked, PFF has him ranked as the third best running back in the league. Yeah, and you who said, would have thought? I mean, it's crazy. In the Bears have given up some yardage. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. 16th against the rush. I mean, giving up 113 yards per game. I mean, maybe that's where you attack them. You attack them in that belly and do those quick passes and maybe eventually try to hit them over the top a couple times to keep those safeties honest. But for the most part, just just slow, methodical drives. Get them tired. It's going to be a massive game Yes, for Mike Davis. It is going to be a massive game for Mike Davis. I could easily see that. Against this type of defense, yes. That kind of brings me to an idea, but we'll hold off the predictions for later. I don't know, man. I'm ready for predictions. Okay. Well, going into a bold prediction about Mike Davis, you said he was going to have a great game. I agree. Step on my bold prediction. I was going to have him (laughs) 175 total yards in this game. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, Yeah, I was going, my prediction, and I'm I'm just going to stick with it, Mike Davis, I got him at 150 rushing yards alone. (laughs) I think because, you know, as we said, that, this is a defense that I think we could run on because I think they're going to come after 
Teddy. And I think they're going to be caught out of position. I could see Mike Davis having a couple of big runs in this game. I'm, I'm, man, I couldn't be higher. I could not be higher on Mike Davis. It's time, man. It's it's Mike Davis time. I think it's been Mike Davis time. I mean, now that there's no backup, really. They're scared to put uh, Trenton Cannon in there. Well, yeah, I mean, Trenton Cannon. Not uh, not the best. Not the best. Um, all right, so Mike Davis, if you take what he's done the last three games, which he had one, one other game where he had one yard, so I'm just negating that game. The last three games, you take what he's done and you extrapolate it out over a 16-game season. He would be the fourth player in NFL history with over 1,000 receiving and over 1,000 rushing yards. That's the pace that he's currently on. He'd have 1,168 rushing yards, 1,098 receiving yards, which is more than McCaffrey had last year in terms of receiving yards. That's yeah. how good he's been. Like, he is, you know, everybody's talking about how Alvin Kamara is, like, the best running back in the league this year. Mike Davis is, like, right there. He's doing the exact same thing. I'm high on Mike Davis, but I think you're a little, little bit higher there then. Do you but, know how many receptions he would have? Well, he's averaging what, like seven, eight a game right now. So. He's averaging ten a game. <laughs> he would have so, hundred and sixty receptions. Eventually, this is that will <laughs> would stop. I'm just, I, know. I, I am just but upset that McCaffrey did not get that type of targets when he was healthy in here. I, I yeah, I know. And, and but hey, McCaffrey will be back soon. That's another little piece of news. I mean, he is officially able to come off of the injured reserve list. Uh, as of right now, he has not been taken off. He has not practiced, so I don't think there's any shot that he actually plays in this game. Uh, but I think next week is a legit possibility that he'll be out there. Yeah, I do too. Uh, so. This week it. Uh, I think rules said that it, w- it wasn't happening this week, that they were going to take their time and see. About and, and they should, right? Like, why? Why would you bring McCaffrey back if he's not 100%? It, especially because you're winning right now. Why? Yeah, you and don't Mike need Davis to rush is playing him. so well. You don't, I, I don't want to say you don't need him because you always need a, a McCaffrey on your team. But you don't need to rush him back. The team is performing well. Yeah. And I'm I'm done with the argument that the team is better without McCaffrey because that's rubbish, honestly. Yeah. I have every faith that we would have won these three games with McCaffrey. Now, I do think that missing McCaffrey, and we've talked about this a little bit, has been a blessing for like Joe Brady and Matt Rule trying to figure out different ways mm-hmm. to use this offense, to use these weapons. Because when with McCaffrey there, it's very easy to lean on him. And he, you know, almost use him as a crutch. Yeah, he, so. he's such a phenomenal player, and he's also a great locker room guy. They say that he's always out there practicing and stuff, even, you know, not during practice, but always putting in the extra effort. And people, you know, they love to see that. So he's not a bad locker room guy. Anytime a guy like that is, it, you can bring back is just going to be an added bonus. Yeah, it's just going to, I mean, it's going to make this offense even more deadly. Um, I do have one question for you. Okay. Before we get to our score predictions here, given how good Mike Davis has been 
And given how much money we paid Christian McCaffrey and are going to be paying Christian McCaffrey over the next few years, do you feel any differently about that contract? Uh, We were very excited about it. Okay. No. So uh, I feel a little, uh, like a teeny bit worse about it. You know, and I was extremely high on it. So I'm just slightly less extremely high on it. But just seeing how good Mike Davis has been and thinking, well, man, like he's 27. We could have given him a four-year deal for probably like $6 million a year, $10 million a year even, and saved a whole lot of money and probably had similar, you know, if he continues to be as good as he's been, that, had similar I, production. That's what I was going to say. He's bounced around the league. He's mm-hmm. he's had 100-yard games in Seattle. And then they let him go. I mean, he's been productive other places, and they don't see it in him. I don't know if he has it to be the back that holds it all together all the time. I am loving this stretch, and I am saying, Mike Davis, you are doing absolutely great. I am watching you, and you are doing great. But Yeah, it's a small sample size. Yes. It is. Uh, but it's interesting. As good as the team has been, and... As good as he's been, I mean, it's. I don't think it's crazy to think about. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I could see where you're slightly upset at, you know. Not, not, getting... not even upset. Not even upset. Just like slightly less stoked about paying McCaffrey as much money as we're going to be paying him. I mean, this the cap is going to be so low anyways when he hits the peak of it anyways. I mean, just think about it that way. That. Well, hopefully, as long as fans get back in the stadiums. <laughs> Well, that's true, too. In that case, we would be in a good position compared to a lot of other teams. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's do our score predictions here. Beer bet. You got a beer bet? Beer bet of the week. Beer bet me. Bears, turnovers, one and a half, over, under. Over. All right. I'll take the under. I think you wanted it over, but I'm taking it. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. I think the Panthers are going to win this game. Uh, It's a home game. We're on a roll. We're going up against a Bears team that is good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think the Panthers are good, too. And I think we've got the type of team that's going to give the Bears trouble. Close game. Low-scoring game. I think the Panthers win this one 23-21. 23-21. I have the Panthers winning this game. It's not as close. Panthers, 24. Bears, 17. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you got us as, as a touchdown favorite? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I technically have the Bears, like, um, covering but losing. So, which I think that makes sense. I think these, these teams are very similar in what they want to do. But the Panthers are just better at it. On offense, yeah. All right. You have anything else for the day? I don't. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. 
All right, everybody. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday evening to hopefully talk about a Panthers victory. And if it's not a victory, we'll be here to talk about that too. Uh, until then, everyone stay safe out there and keep pounding. Wow.